Well, hey guys, welcome to the Access Podcast. My name is Alec, and I'm here with my friends Kyle, Anthony, and Blake. And we're going to be talking about how to steward your sex drive as a man and even as single and in relationships. So we're going to dive into this conversation. First off, I want to start by talking about stewardship versus management. So stewardship is this idea that we're guarding, we're pursuing, we're going after something that has more meaning than just managing something, right? The Bible talks a lot about stewardship, and I think that from a worldly perspective, we can get our our views mixed up because steward is a lot like manager, you know, and it kind of means the same thing, but steward has biblical implications and biblical context. So the main thing that we want to focus on today is not how can we manage our sex drive, but how can we steward it and change our view of it from something that we have to control to something that we can live out of as a gift and as something that God has given us that's supposed to be fruitful and it's supposed to have a purpose and a design, not just something that we have to hide behind. So we want to change our mindset from not something that we have to hide behind and keep under control, but take charge and ownership of this gift and utilize it to its fullest potential as God designed. So as we get into this, I'm going to talk about what a sex drive is, so that way we're not we're all on the same page. I think we all know what it is, but I want to bring up two verses of what this sex drive is. In Genesis 1, 28, it says, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So one, the first definition is we have a desire to procreate and reproduce. And two is this desire to feel known. In Genesis 4, 1, it says, Adam made love to his wife Eve and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. So when we talk about that verse says made love, if you look in the King James Version, it says to feel known. And if you dive deeper into like the the context of that word, it's to be known in like the fullest sense of the word. It's almost like this euphoric, almost knowing. And so there's this need to feel known and then this also desire that God gives us to uh, reproduce and procreate. So the question is, what do we do with this sexual desire or this sex drive that we have where we're, while we are not under the covenant of marriage, or in other words, while we're single? What do we do with it? What do we do with it, guys? Yeah, guys, I'll, I'll start out. <laughs> what, you know, what what do we do with it? Um, you know, one thing that's really been uh, been big for me is, you know, before I came to Christ, you know, my sex drive consisted of a lot of pornography. And so like my sex, the only thing that I could equate to a sex drive was like the acts that I was seeing in pornography. And so that was like, that's the energy that I was feeling built up inside of myself. I should out, I should have an outlet in that way. And that was just a very, a very mixed up, you know, distorted view of what a sex drive is, you know? And, um, like for me, and this is something that I'm still growing into, but you know, the, the verse, um, second Corinthians five seventeen. if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so when I became a Christian, like my, the definition of sex drive for me is a completely new thing. It's not the way that it used to be. It's not based off of, you know, pornographic videos. It's not based of off of the worldly patterns of you have to be like this macho man that like gets all the girls or, you know, that, that whole kind of thing. But it's like, this is the most sacred thing 
that God has ordained between two people, a husband and a wife. And so like first just understanding that I have a clean slate with God in terms of what a sex drive is and then starting to redefine that based off of what the Bible says and also, you know, what God just says to me in my personal time of prayer. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's going to lead us right into, I want to talk about what stewarding, stewarding your sex drive looks like as a man. And to kick it off, I just want to give you some of the ideas that I was thinking about. I think it starts with shifting your mindset to realizing that what you have is a gift and not a burden. And so when we think about this, like God designed sex, so it's not wrong. And he has a purpose for it. But the purpose is definitely supposed to be inside of marriage. So what I want us to do is because culture has emphasized just church culture, church culture has told us just no, 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 no. You know, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And so what I want to kind of shift our focus to is 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 I want to shift it away from how do we keep from sinning to how do I protect what God has given me? And that can be kind of a confusing thing sometimes for us to understand because we're like, oh, I'm single. How do I protect it if I can't have it? You know what I'm saying? But what I think that we can do is instead of thinking of this as a burden, is more thinking of this as a tool to push us even further to God and to drive us into relationship with him because God never does anything without a purpose. So there wouldn't be a purpose for us to to have a sex drive while we're single before marriage if, if God didn't intend something for it, you know, to be used for. So I think... From my perspective, like this is a heavy, this is a heavy thing. This is a thing that a lot of people struggle with. And I think that we, we don't understand that we can use it to our advantage, but we have to realize that we have to run to God with this because a lot of people don't. They think, wow, I have this desire and like those desires are from God, but it's like we turn to the wrong things as an outlet for using these things. So what are your guys' thoughts? Um, I just think it's just like, that's where it really starts is in the mind where it's like, if your, if your thoughts are already skewed, you know, it's in worldly thoughts, whatever, whatever it may be, first off, just what voices are you listening to? You know, that's a big thing, just discernment, but also like, you know, what are you putting before your eyes? You yeah. know, that's huge. Like, you know, you're always feasting on something, you know, whether it be, you know, social media posts, whatever it may be that's floating in front of your eyes or, you know, accidental things that you didn't even want to, you know have pull up in your face but here they are but what are you going to do with them how are you going to manage that that's that's really the key honestly um and just really bringing that back to okay what does the word say about that because that's a big thing you have to be firmly rooted in that and go back to the truth and be willing to open up to the truth about that so for sure you have to be able to take it to god yeah and that leads perfectly into like i wanted to talk about the things that kind of make us struggle you brought up like social media, I think like we talked about it earlier, Kyle, back when we were preparing for the panel, but it's like, what is feeding us? You know, social media, the entertainment industry, music. Like I had a, I had a revelation at the the gym the other day. This is probably like three weeks ago when I was just lifting and like this song came on. Like I just, I cued a new playlist I never listened to before because I was looking mm-hmm. for something new to listen to at the gym. And this song came on and it was just like, the vulgarness mm. of this song was just like talking about women. He's like, you know, F this hoe, suck my, and I was just like, yeah. whoa, Chill. dude. Like, and for the first, <laughs> for the first time, like I was just, I was so convicted 
because I was like, wow, this is like entering into my heart and I'm allowed, like when you don't think about it, you're allowing it to just mm-hmm. enter into oh, your yeah, heart yeah. And, and sit there. Definitely. And that, like no matter what area it comes from, whether it's like social media or music or this TV video, it's like, that's in my mind mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm subconsciously just letting yeah. that sit there and I don't know how it's affecting me. Yeah. I, I definitely have taken note of that over the past couple of years. Um, God's really taken me out of like the social media game because of that reason, because, you know, I'm a man and I have those sexual desires and it's just all over the place. Um, especially coming up with like TikTok and, you know, Instagram's always been filled with it and it's, it's bombarding you. Um, and I think like in the, in the view of stewardship, like you really have to um, be aware of those things. Mm. And like you're saying, like bring that to God because, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bring yeah. it to God. Yeah. Yeah. I got something to add. Uh, building off of that, it's just like not dwelling on the lofty thoughts, you know, that they'll just like, I'll just be, you know, going about my day and just like there will be a random thought that will come into my mind. That's where it's like that discernment part of like, okay, who's it coming from and, you know, but really just taking captive that thought, you know, and that's huge. And yeah. Yeah. We have to make it like a daily practice where, you know, those thoughts come in. It's like, no, I don't agree with you. That doesn't agree with the word. Like I bind you, break your power, cast you out in the name of Jesus. Like you, it's literally a thing that you have to do. Right. That's one thing that's been super helpful for me, especially because which is the thoughts that come in, you know, when you, when you have a healing moment or you, you take ground, the Bible even talks about it like the, the enemy is coming back harder. So you yeah. have to Turf be. War. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to be on the lookout for those thoughts. Yeah. Those things uh, definitely never goes away. Even when you do have that, you know, moment of freedom and um, the bondage getting broken off, like it doesn't just magically go away. Right. And it's an ever present like threat, I guess you could call it, that you have to be aware of those things. Right. Yeah. I think, oh, go ahead. Go for it. I think another big thing is just like actually declaring that out like out loud, you know, like the devil can bombard you in his, in your mind all day long, but if you're not willing to speak up about it, like you're not going to do anything, you know, just take ground literally like just make war. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a spiritual war. We're in it all the time. And I think that's a big thing is like in every area, we're always in war. You know, we don't, we don't fight against flesh and blood, flesh and blood, but against, you know, powers, authorities, rulers of this spiritual it's crazy, man. We don't we don't think about it. And I think that's why we so many people just struggle is because we allow everything to influence us and we don't take charge. And I've had conversations where it's like, you know, we talk about, oh, if I play too much video games, is it better for me to, to learn discipline or is it better for me to just get rid of it so I'm not tempted anymore? Yeah. And it's a it's mm-hmm. a huge thing. Like it applies in all sorts of areas, whether it's the music that you're listening to or like the the Instagram influencers that you're following. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a point in time where I my Instagram explore page finally was just like drums and even like people that were in my community showing up or like local businesses. I was like, finally. And then I started getting into the gym and they're starting following bodybuilders. And then the algorithms are like, Oh, these yeah. are dudes with mm-hmm. their shirts off. Let's throw in some women with all their clothes off. And right. it's like, dang it. Dude. Mm-hmm. And you, part of it's taking that step where it's like your physical, like this is what you have to do. Like go go on those pages. Like no Instagram, I don't want to see this. But part of it's also like submitting it to God. It's it's uh, both of us. Like God helps us, but we also have to do our part. Joe, something to add? Yeah, um, you know I think that this is definitely 
um, you know, a topic for everyone. Everyone has a sexual desire and God has given us that. And so we can almost be like praying for all temptation to go away or almost like praying, God, will you just like decrease my sexual desire to where he's, you know, he (laughs) wants you to have that reality mindset shift that like, that is something that is going to be a very important part of your life in the future, you know? And so, but redirecting that energy to, okay, I'm single. So my, my single um, mindset and focus needs to be on like building the kingdom of God. That's, so that's, so that's something that I've been working on. If I ever start to feel that like sexual desire or like, you know, start to feel like lust is coming on or like have thoughts of, you know, looking at porn or looking at something that I shouldn't, that I physically say like, Hey God, like I submit this to you. And like, what can I do to like further build the kingdom right now? Call somebody, talk to somebody. If there's been somebody that you're mentoring or helping out, like just, you know, get in a text conversation with them, go, go serve somebody else, you know? So have these different substitutions that aren't just like other mindless activities, but are actually, you, you take that energy Hmm. that you, that God gave you that you used to outlet in a negative way. And now you go, okay, I'm just going to use this for something for God, you know? And that's like part of, that's like part of the action that you need to take because like God can't make you take the right action. But like the more time that you spend in fellowship with him and having these honest talks, like, Hey, like I am feeling just like very like sexually like charged right now. Like, what am I actually feeling? And you know, a couple of times for me, it's been like, I felt like I wanted to escape from work or I wanted to escape from having, you know, conversation with people all day, you know, and, and then I like reverted back to wanting to go like use my sexual energy towards something negative. And so God was like, Hey, you can just calm down because like I'm with you <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, you know, like, like we're at peace, but also like, you don't have to, you don't have to run and escape to that outlet. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, that. I yeah. was thinking about, just in preparation for this, I was, I think God dropped this in my head. A lot of times I think when we, <laughs> well, a lot of times what we do is like when we are feeling like sexually charged, like you were saying, like we just, we try, we try to sit there and just tell ourselves, no, no, no. And just try to fight it off versus like yeah. actually doing <laughs> something different. Like yeah. we yeah. don't have to just sit there and say, no, like you just sitting on your, your couch. You're like, no, 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 no. Like I'm yeah. not like, no, like, no, you can do. <laughs> other things like uh a lot of what i've been learning about is a key thing to be able to fight this is like like go to god number one all the time but if you are like there are other ways that you can do it too it's like if you're passionate about something um some of the experts if you guys haven't checked out moral revolution i'm gonna plug that resource real quick moral revolution is an amazing tool but they're talking about how like if you're passionate about something like pursue use the energy that you have to pursue your passions one of mine is is drumming and so if i'm feeling sexually charged like you're saying like i can use my passion of drumming as an outlet to not necessarily distract me but distract me from sinning using the the lustful and sin desires as an outlet to releasing that sexual energy so like we don't have to just sit there and fight it we can distract ourselves or like you're saying like we can find community that's another big one is we have as men we have needs i'm going to plug another resource um if you guys haven't read what's it called uh wild at heart i'm just about to read it but jake touched on this pastor jake at the uh 
the Sex and God conferences, we have men, all men are designed, we have four different needs. Uh, One is adventure, one is purpose, one is intimacy, and one is companionship. And if we're lacking in any of those areas, we're definitely going to go back to whatever sexual sin we're bent towards. Sometimes it's like a, a sin from our past generations, like our family or something that just, like whatever we lean towards, so it doesn't matter what the sin is. If our needs are not getting, if our needs are not getting met, then it's easy for us to revert and go back to those old ways of like masturbation or just fantasy or, you know, bestiality. Cause it doesn't matter what the sin is. They're not on different levels, you know, but yeah, that's a, yeah, I'm excited so to read that book. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Dude, that's a, that's a, that's like a really new thing for me. I'm excited to study it, but it's like, I think we have to go on a, a, like in order to be healthy in this area, we really have to go on like a, a journey of personal discovery. And I'm mm. not even saying that I've done it before. I know, um, you guys have both been on quest, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know that that's like a super impactful Okay, I'm going in April. I'm super excited to go, but it's like you have to be able to <laughs> you have to be able to do some self-searching on your own and get to know yourself cuz not everybody is going to identify with the four needs or even any of those needs in the same way. Right, right. So you have to in order to live healthily, not just in a, a sexual way, but just in life, you have to know what your needs are because if your needs are not getting met, then you're going to revert to sin in some sort of way. Right, right. Um just to add on that like that's huge, you know, but also like, I just, I got to a point where it's just like, I, I had asked the Lord where it's just like, Hey, like, what's the cycle here? Cause you know, he's telling me notice the cycle. I'm like, okay, like what are the little things that are building up to big things? And that's huge. Like, yeah. seriously, I can't like stress that enough where yeah. it's, yeah. So, yeah, it goes back to like what we were talking about earlier. If you, if you're seeing stuff on Instagram and you're not like, shunning that or you're hearing things from music that are like totally not aligned with the word or even if you're hanging out with certain people who are just influencing your spirit in a negative way like there's some people where i come like i get around them and i think it's the holy spirit's discernment or it's like my spirit is just off right, you know right but sometimes people don't have that discernment or they don't listen or they just are desensitized to the fact that these people are also feeding them so it doesn't mm. We can be influenced in so many different ways, but we tend to put different areas of influence in different boxes. But it all it all influences us, and it's all a negative like force driving us to sin. So yeah, I think in order to be healthy in this area, we really have to like we have to take charge in in every realm. You know, social media, friends, like it starts to get into the series we talked about a few months back. Powerful people, it's just being strong in your identity in Christ and, and not allowing any area to be affected by sin or the the sexual desires of the flesh and the sin nature that we have. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of bringing it back specifically talking about, you know, sex drive. Um, one thing too is like you have the Holy Spirit with you all the time. So if you're a girl and you see a guy that's attractive, that is like something that God designed you for. And if you're a guy and you see a girl that's like attractive to you, that's something that God designed. And like understanding that you're not on your own in that situation. Because we can so easily want to just like immediately like turn our eye away and be like, dude, I'm going to sin. I'm going to, I'm going to have lustful thoughts for that girl. Like I can't even look at her. Like I don't, I don't think that God ever designed us to 
not be able to look at the opposite sex in a healthy way. So it's really like submitting to the Holy Spirit in that situation and saying like, hey, like, like this girl is beautiful. Like I want to look at her with honor. You know, I, I want to look at every girl with honor, but it's specifically in that scenario where you might put the condemnation on yourself that you're going to lust if you look mm. at a girl. Mm. You know, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So like, even if it's like a scenario where you think that you're going to fail, that's even like submitting that to God and being like, God, will you just like direct my eyes and, you know, and whatever's going on today and mm-hmm. just like help me just like treat women with honor or if you're a girl, treat men with honor mm. um, in that area. Because I just want to be like furthering your kingdom. And the only way that I can do that is by honoring the people that are around me. Yeah. Mm. So that's really like, that's something that's, you know, everybody has to work on. I'm working on it, you know, um, but like no scenario should be a scenario where you can't look at the opposite sex mm-hmm. with honor and with respect. And as like a child, as a son or a daughter of God. So, yeah. I think that's another thing too of like really defining like looking like yeah lust lustful thoughts may come but like that's not sinning you know what I'm saying but like you dwelling on that like that's when it comes in where it's just like okay you know because like a lot of times in my past where I've just like straight up like a lustful thought has come in but it's not mine but I chose to dwell on it and that's when things started moving around that's when small doors started opening and that's when you get in trouble that's huge that goes back to what you were saying Kyle when you were born again you you came to Christ and you became a new creation. That's what God's like showed me during my journey journey on um, purity is that I'm no longer those, you know, desires or those feelings because that was like yes. my key point. Yep. That that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I like identified with those sexual desires and like my, you know, those outlets. Um, but just recognizing like that God took your spirit and made it new and, you know, like, that's not who you are. And with those thoughts coming in your head, like, that's not my thought anymore. Right, right. And really, ultimately, like, when it comes down to it, you take those thoughts and you recognize that it's not yours, and then you pray against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's like you are, I think that's a big thing, too, is you are not your temptation. Like, you are not faulted for the flesh throwing things at you or the world throwing things at you or the devil throwing things at you. Like, that's just because you're tempted doesn't mean that, like you have to live that out. It's definitely not who you are, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, it just brings me back to, um, I got some verses here, Romans 6, 6, for we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. There's a couple of the good ones, Galatians 5, 24 and Ephesians 4, 22, but they all talk about, it's like we are, we are dead to sin and we do have that ability thanks mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit. And, I've almost forgot. I definitely want to share like a personal example. There was one time, this was before I found redemption for my whole like journey through pornography and masturbation. But there was one time where I was just really fighting it. And I was like, I do not want to do this. And I was like, Holy Spirit, give me the strength because I do not, like, I can't fight it. You know, I was like, Jesus, I need your help right now. And in that sexual energy, like you say, sexually charged, like it just went away. And I was so thankful because I was like, if you don't run to God, you're never going to know what he can do for you. So in that moment, it was just such a learning moment for me. It's like this, like God does care. And this is something that I can take to him because I, he doesn't want me to struggle with this. I don't want to struggle with this. So I'm taking it to him because there's nothing else that can take it from me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
the one the one other thing that I was thinking about too, and if you guys want to touch on this too, is like we as a community, when somebody comes to you with a sexual sin or you're coming to somebody with a sexual sin, we need to be people that not only honor like what they say, but that we actually tell them who they are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about, Blake, and like what their reality is, that they're dead to sin, they're alive yeah. in Christ, right. their old nature has been circumcised from them, and mm-hmm. that's not who they are. They may have been like acting in the flesh when they when they committed that sin, but that's not who they are. Mm-hmm. So like as as like we build this open community of closeness and honesty and openness, like we need to be like reinforcing to people every time that they come and and admit and confess their sin that not we're not just praying for them to be healed, but we're like reinforcing that that's not who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And like right. the reality that they have in Christ, because like if, if we just say, Hey, do better next time. Or, you know, like, Hey, like, <laughs> like, you know, you'll work it out with God, or but you like know, sympathize th- with them. Right. Yeah. Or be right. like, man, I'm so sorry that you're going through yeah. that. It's like, no, like that's not who you are, man. Yeah. Like, right. thank you for telling me, right. thank you for being open, but that, that's not who you are, <laughs> right. you know? And so just like, I, I don't know, it just charges me up because it just like starts building building up each other's faith and like like just like taking the devil and just like putting him in his place right yeah. that he's just done you know so yeah and if you guys have anything on that too yeah, yeah. building off of that just like oh man just the vulnerability in itself you know that just brings breakthrough mm-hmm. so like that just it just like celebrating that too just be like hey like you know after all that of like building them up just be like celebrate that you know, celebrate their vulnerability where it's like, hey, you actually, you know, yeah. you had the guts to actually come up to me and say that. Like, wow, like keep going. In. So. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people um, more recently, since we've been talking about this subject, you know, in the church and like being bringing light to it, a lot of the people probably it's their first time sharing about that sexual sin, you know. Um, and I'm going off what you said, Kyle, like that first time, they're probably so broken, like to that point of, you know, like, this is it you know like it's their first time sharing and i think that's so huge like sharing like who they are now because they're at that low point so now you can like build them up from there yeah you know yeah 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 Yeah. this is it's such a a huge area because i think like this is one of the sex is one of the greatest gifts that god has given us among so many other things but just from a human standpoint like it's definitely celebrated in the church you know inside of marriage but when it comes to the devil, like he can't make anything new. He can only twist, you know, what God has already done. And I think that's something that we need to realize is like he, how he twists stuff is he starts with those little influences, you know, like, and it's sometimes it's not him. Sometimes it's the world. Sometimes it's just our own flesh, but those little things, they start to chip away at our values and our, our beliefs. And when we don't fight those things off, it allows him a doorway or a foothold to come mm-hmm. in and take and make those changes. And then we, we get lost in this world of sexual sin. And it's such a, a topic that's not talked about in the church that it creates so much fear and so many people get isolated. And like, that's, that's how I was like, dude, I, I told this at the access panel, but I found pornography when I was like fifth, sixth grade. And I did not tell anybody until mm-hmm. like 2018. So it's like probably more than, 10 years just like looking at it you know and there was one point I remember before I was coming to res I was going to different churches and the church that I was at had a a speaker who kind of specialized in I guess you could say freedom from like sexual sin he specialized in like being able to to bring kids forward and find healing and I was 
so terrified even though i like didn't know anybody at the church i was so terrified to to think that these people would know that i've been struggling with that that i did not find healing for another four years and i could have brought that forward just like be it by being vulnerable and so that's why i think having conversations like this are just so healthy and i think telling our stories while we're in them versus telling them when we're out of them is so beneficial because even even after like this whole month focus that we've been in I've, I've had people come up to me and like hey thank you so much for sharing that like I struggle with that too you know like just I think the church has been lacking in these conversations and I'm just really happy to be able to be a part of a place it's a church family that's open and and willing to talk about these things because mm-hmm. when we're not like it's, we just like shove it under the rug and we pretend like it's not there. <laughs> but right. so many people, I would venture to say that this is like the biggest area of sin and, and downfalls. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it's like it's insane. But being able to be a part of this and 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 just share stories, I think it's going to be so helpful for people. You know, I know. And we're not done yet, but if you're listening, I just want to encourage you. Like, if you feel like if you have those friends that you trust, like go to them. You know, and if you feel yeah. like you can't trust them, like come to us, come to the leaders at Res. Like, we will not have shame for you. Like, no matter what, not even if it's just like pornography or masturbation. Like, it doesn't matter to the sin. You know, we want to help you find freedom and tell you and help you help you realize who you really are, because you <laughs> yeah, ain't man. that sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't that temptation. That's right. Yeah. Just think, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just on uh sharing with people i also got into pornography when i was in fifth grade um and up until my freshman year that was the first time that i like openly shared with a trusted you know adult in my life um and i could say like that things just definitely started to get way better after that um so just to encourage people that are listening to share with somebody because i promise you like it will bring light to the situation It's not a burden. It's not a burden that you have to carry alone. But when you carry it alone, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I was just going to say, if, like, Holy Spirit's bringing any any names to mind, any faces to mind, uh, it's like, hey, go talk to them. Like, just full send, you know? Just full send, dude. For real. <laughs> Trust God. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, there was one thing that I wanted to hit on. It's like, was when we talk about, like, the things that cause us to stumble, whether it's music or just like our history of like fantasy or friends or social media. It's like, sometimes it's not always like a deep wound. Like for me, like I had a very deep like father wound that I found freedom from. And and that, that brought healing in a lot of areas, not just like sexual sin, but sometimes it's like, like I've had it where I was like, I'm just bored, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to do this. Like, and like, I don't want to put people in boxes you know, because sometimes when people feel like they don't fit in that box and it's like they, we cause them to isolate even more. And so it's like mm-hmm. sometimes it's just a, a thing where it's just like, I feel like I want to masturbate right now, you know. And it's like going back to all those different tools, sometimes you just got to tell yourself no, realizing that you're, you have that ability, you know, you're redeemed. You have the Holy Spirit inside you. You have the power to, to make that choice to um, the the four, or I think it's Matthew, Mark, Luke. They all talk about picking up your cross and following me, like making that choice to just sacrifice it. Um, but also knowing that you can run to God, because sometimes it's not always like, man, my my father beat me when I was a kid, you know, or like my friend showed me pornography when I was four years old, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes sin just enters in, you know, and it doesn't matter how it comes. We want to help you get rid of it. Was Chad the name of the guy that came? Brad, Brad, Brad. <laughs> Brad. Yeah, he uh, he mentioned 
kind of what you were saying earlier, like not being afraid of your sex drive and actually like having a conversation with that. Um, and just like trying to understand like why, you know, the feeling that's coming up and why that, um, like you want to go to the outlet pornography. Um, and that's kind of been helping me recently. Like when that thought does come up, that's another one of, you know, the tools that I use is like figuring out why that is because more often than not, it's like a reoccurring feeling of why. And then you can go deeper with God and like understand why that feeling is coming up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For anybody listening who doesn't know what that is, uh, Brad Claver, who's a coach from Winning at Home, he gave us a tool. It's like when you're struggling with something like that, you just got to envision yourself on your front porch of your dream house and just invite him up to have a conversation, you know? Like, where did you come from? Why are you here? <laughs> and then you kick him off the porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool, guys. Anybody else want to say anything before we uh, close it out? Don't want to miss anything. I just want to say, like, the isolation thing, because, like, we touched on it, but, like, just how huge that is, actually. Like, I don't know, the picture I just got was, like, a whole zebra herd, and, like, if you're just the one zebra that's just chilling out in the middle of the prairie, and you got a bunch of lions that you don't even know that are around you, like, they're just gonna dog on you, you know? They're gonna tear you (laughs) apart. Like, once you're in the herd, like, safety in numbers, you know? Just be vulnerable, like, and that's where breakthrough comes in, you know? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah and going off that like all the people that i shared with they understood right. what i was going through um actually all the guys or all the people i did share with were guys so they did understand you know um i don't know so i i guarantee that like the people that you share in your life that you trust like those people will be understanding and uh hopefully reaffirm you and who you are mm-hmm. sweet well cool guys Thank you for being here. We're going to close it out. And like we've been talking about, if you guys are listening to this and you feel like you don't know where you can go, first of all, go to God. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with him because that's going to bring the most healing. But also, the Bible says, James, what is it? Five, six, James 5. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, bring it to your friends. Or if you can't bring it to them, bring it to us. Bring it to a leader. Bring it to Pastor Jake. We do not have any shame for you because... Us four, we've been there. A lot of other people have been there. And there's no shame. There's no condemnation. And we want to help you find healing and help you carry this burden because it's not going to be a burden for long. Not if you tell us. Yes, or tell us. <laughs> so cool, guys. This has been the Access Podcast. We hope that you learned something. We hope that you enjoyed. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>